What's up, everybody? Tuning in. Going to do a little uh, course preview breakdown of the odds. Fortinet Championship, week one of the PGA Tour season. Got to be excited. It was an awesome season last year. We have like 53 events. Coming back this year, we got 48 now, 48. It's going to be a fun season. I'm excited. I know you guys are excited. Let's get right into this. I'm not going to take long. Just break down the board. See, see what I like. Here's my thoughts. So we're in uh, Silverado Resort and Spa, Napa Valley, California, wine country, an awesome spot to be. Maybe that's why John Rahm's there, because it's an awesome spot to be, but we'll get to that soon. Par 72, just about 7,200 yards. Easy course. Like, there's nothing to talk about the course. You're gonna, They're going to get low. They're going to score. It's week one. Bunch of Corn Ferry guys. Like, you can break down the course as much as you want, there, and there's only so many predicting factors to a course like this, anyone can win. From Stuart Sink to Kevin Na, anyone can win. It's it's gonna be a crapshoot. Like we know that's gonna be a crapshoot, but Ben Power Greens, like um Travelers has these type of greens, Barracuda, Rocket Mortgage. So you can't you can you can get a little bit analytical with the green types, who's good on these types of greens, but you don't know how much of a blend it's gonna be and who's gonna it's just weird. It's just weird. And I like to be analytical, but there's only so much. You can't be Kevin Cash if you follow baseball, the race manager. He lives and dies by analytics, and you can't be too analytical. You got to use your use your brain, use what you know, and trust your gut because Brian always shits on me, shits on me for some guys, but I'm trusting my gut, and I think we're going to win this week. So let's get into the board. All right. Open up with no surprises here. It's John Rahm's the favorite, plus 350. And if he runs away with it, he runs away with it. Like, w what are we going to do if John Rahm wins a, a f in this field? Nothing. No one's going to complain. It's John Rahm, best player in the world. Webb, Kevin Nod, Decky, Zal is the next tier. This tier is interesting, too, because Webb, Nod, nah, Webb and Nod, nah, I really feel like have a lot to play for. Like, they just got, I, I wouldn't say snub, but they got, weren't selected for the Ryder Cup team. So I feel like Kevin Na and um, Webb Simpson are going to come out like, all right, you're not going to pick me for the Ryder Cup team. I'm going to go win week one. Watch this. And, but who knows? And both of these guys most definitely can win here. Kevin Na has been been down there in the past. Like, he's been up there. Like, it's tough. Like, these guys, can, these top three, besides obviously Ron, these top three can – easily take this and no one would be surprised. Decky. All right. Decky master champion, obviously, but I feel like he had one really good week and that was in the masters. And then other weeks he was just kind of like hovering. I mean, Decky ball striker, he can strike it to death, but who knows? Why is he here? It's just tough. All right. Will Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris is my first play on the board. Maybe I'm reaching. Will Zalatoris does not score, does not get in the 20s. He's my favorite golfer. Like, it might be a homer pick, but Rookie of the Year just got announced today. He's one of the best iron players and ball strikers in the world. Like, we, if you follow me, you know I love Zalatoris. I bet him often. But I don't know. It's a reach. I don't suggest betting Will Zalatoris. What is he, 22 to 1 here? I got him at 28. It's with Zal, you know what you're getting. You're gonna strike the ball to death. 
you're going to miss putts. If he can get it rolling, he can win. I'll move on. Anything notable else notable? Cameron Tringale, not even going to talk about him. Hoffman, my next pick. 35 to 1 here on DraftKings. I have met 50 to 1, actually. Um, I uh really, really, really fought hard with the odds this week. You guys know me. I'm like uh usually go five to six, but I set up my card the same week, the same every single week. I risk five units to return 35. I got these two guys from the top in Zal Torres and Hoffman, and then I went a bunch of bombs. I got to fit in 10 guys. Yeah, 10 guys to um, make up five units. And I didn't J-Maz it at all. If you know J-Maz, sorry, J-Maz, if you're watching this, I did not J-Maz it. I took 28 to 150, which is valid. Like, it all, it makes sense. Risk five units, return 35, seven times the profit. I mean, seven times the investment. So the next play is Charlie Hoffman. Why do we like Charlie Hoffman? He's Cali. He's a ball striker. He will Stuart Sink won here last year. It's you don't have to get too crazy with it. Why do you think I, I I won a lot last year? Because I didn't get too analytical. I love the analytics, but I didn't get too analytical. And you can't. You gotta you gotta just do do what you know and don't get uh too analytical and invested. But Charlie Hoffman, he was the fifth ranked player in my model. And I loved him when I just going down the board. I love Charlie Hoffman. I thought he was, I thought he was awesome. And ranked out my model. No, not going to overthink it. Charlie Hoffman play. All right, moving on. HV three Munoz and Champ. HV three is a very, very, very popular guy this week. Very popular guy this week. I know my good friend Andy. I think is all over HV three. I could be wrong, but I think my friend Andy, uh, you guys know Andy, is on Harold Varner this week. And he's in, he's been playing great great golf as of late. What is it? The past two three tournaments, Liberty BMW. I'm not really sure before that, but those he's been playing really good. And he's a boomer bust guy. Like Varner's a good pick for outright because he's volatile. He can win a tournament. He can miss the cup, but that's what you want in the outright market. It's not like you're betting him in a matchup or even a top twenty or forty. Like you want a volatile golfer in the outright market who has winning capability. And Harold Varner. He can do that. He's here at 40. I have him, a local has him at 44 for me. I looked at that, but I had to pass it. Just, I'm not a Varner guy. I, whenever I bet him, he just, he Varners. And I'm sure he, the same for you guys. Um, Munoz, volatile, very volatile. And if you're betting Munoz, John, PJ Tout, you guys know PJ Tout well. Um, he's a huge Munoz guy, but he's, I think he's the most unpredictable golfer on the PGA tour. Like, and that could be an argument, but it's, it's either top five or miscut for Munoz. And I feel like this is a good spot for Munoz, but I'm not going to be playing him here. Cameron champ. He's won here. what two years ago, just won at three opens, three M open. So there's form. If, if you bet Cameron champ, I would not shit on you for that. I like Cameron Champ. He's a bomber. Like these guys, this course, the way you're going to get around this course, like if you're looking at the strategy and how to do it, like what you want is a guy who bombs it hit and hits wedges in. But like, if you get too invested in that and you're looking in the buckets, the 125 to 
150 to 100 to 125. Like, it's just, I feel like it's just too much for me because there's different ways to score in golf. There's different ways to, like Kevin Na, he's not going to, he's not going to hit it that far, as far as Cameron Champ, but he can hit a mid iron or whatever mid iron in and make the putt probably at a higher rate than Cameron Champ will with a wedge. But Cameron Champ will be in the middle of the fairway far down there and he'll have wedges in. And if you bet him, you're going to be frustrated that, that oh my God, I got a hundred yards in, I got 80 yards in, birdie, 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 par or hits one over the green and can't get up and down because he's Cameron Champ. I'm just a hater of Cameron Champ. I'm sorry, but I'm not, I will not be betting Cameron Champ. Anyone notable? Um, we got Mito, Mark Leishman, Siwoo, and Grillo. Um, Leash, I'm not a Leash guy, but 45 to 1, I can see it. I can, I can definitely see it. See, it's not my favorite play. I feel like this. I don't. I don't really feel like this is the best spot for leash. I feel like it's. I would like a a little bit more of a diff, a difficult around the green type course for leash. Um, I don't know if he has the that many 20, 20 under in him in him at this point in his career. I could be wrong, but um, I'm not. I'm not going to get there with leash. Mito. I don't have to say anything about Mito. Everyone on Twitter is on Mito. I mean, he's a stud. He's bombs it. Hits great ball striker. You saw it. He what was he? Third, fifth, like tenth in like a three five three to five week span, like around the Olympics time. Like he's gonna win soon. He he won on the Corn Ferry Tour three times. That's how he was able to play. He got his um battleground battlefield promotion, which is the three win promotion on the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, great player. I'm just not gonna get there yet with Mito. He's not my favorite. Um, whatever. What is he? Chilean? No, he's um. Whatever. Joaquin Neiman is my favorite. Not him. Um, Siwoo Grillo. Siwoo. This could be Siwoo year because you know he's got what is he? A year and a half before he has to go to the military. If Siwoo just goes absolutely nuts this season, good for him. So be it. I'm not gonna get there with Siwoo, but this could be a Siwoo year. Like. Top 20, like week after week after week. Uh, we get to uh, Grillo and Homa, which are actually my next two pit, next two plays, which I have a Grillo at 60 and a Homa at 65. See, I, I really searched on these odds. Really, really searched on these odds. Uh, why do I like Grillo? He's won here before. He's within 100 miles of the coast. I hope that's right. I hope Napa is 100 miles of the Pacific coast because – me and PGA Tout always talk about how you can only play Grillo at a coastal course. If you look at his splits where he does well, it just so happens to be at or around a coast. He made the cut at the PGA Championship at Kiwa, which is on the beach. And he just plays good on coastal courses. And I was trying to reach there for Grillo uh, at Liberty National because he was on the, on the river, but it just... I was just a reach, but Grillo this week. I really like Grillo. He's one of the best ball strikers on the planet. He strikes the hell out of the ball, has great looks for birdies, hole after hole, doesn't make them. But he's he won here, losing strokes putting. I think it was he lost two strokes putting back when he won here, and that's what that's what he could do because minus two strokes putting for him is just about even. 
to like plus one for the good guys because he's just that bad of a putter and he just gets himself into that many uh, good opportunities. Um, next play is Max Homa. Brian, if you're still here, I'm sorry. I like Max Homa. He's great on the surface. He's home in California. And I had a thing for the Cali guys this week. I don't know why, but I have a hitch for the Cali guys. Um, tweeted out how he wanted to get off to a good start. And I feel like Homa, at, I have him at 66. Like, he's he can win. He's won once in the last two seasons. Quail, I believe that was two years ago. Quail and then Riviera last year. He won in the state before. He wanted two much stronger fields than this. And I feel like I was talking to my friends, and they were saying 66 isn't a good number on Max, but I feel like in this field, it's okay. But it's Max Homa. Like, you know what you're going to get. It is what it is. Um, let's go to my next play. We have – where is he? I think I might have passed him. There he is. Maverick McNeely, 60. I have him at 60. I got him on DraftKings. That's one, two, three, four. It's my, it's my fifth play out of ten. Maverick McNeely, another Cali guy. He's itching to win. Itching to win. He's been close. And this is the type of field he's going to win in. He's not, he's not going to break through in a huge event. He's going to win in a weaker field with where, where he's under 100 to 1. I think this is a good spot for Maverick, and I've seen a lot of a lot of guys on him. But I think he fits the mold too. He's gonna bomb the ball. He, he I call Maverick Rory Jr. He can't really hit his irons, and Rory is you guys know been struggling with his irons the past season to two two seasons season and a half. Um, Maverick bombs the ball to see and puts it. He's Rory. I think that's why I call him Rory Jr. Whenever I do play Rory, I sprinkle some Maverick because I feel like they're the same player. He's like the minor league version of Rory, in my opinion. Um, go down. Anything else notable? Chez, Perez, Gooch. Um, I've seen a few Chezes out there. I've seen a few resort course, Pat Perez. He just plays good at resort courses. It's simple as that. He makes a ton of birdies. Perez makes sense. Um, Taylor Gooch, he'll strike it well. I know my friends Andy and Rob love Taylor Gooch. Um, and I think he's going to win soon. He's just – last season in the fall, I feel like I remember him doing really well. But he just never got there. But Taylor Gooch, he's, you know what you're going to get. He's going to strike it well, make some putts, and he, he can uh, – he can, he can, you'll see his name on the leaderboard. Uh, B. Todd. See, when I was at Travelers – I was following Brendan Todd and Scotty Scheffler, and I think it was Friday or Saturday. And I heard Brendan Todd saying, he was like talking about maybe one of the, maybe the, talking about the Honda or something or the Florida swing. He was like, yeah, I only, I can't play down there. I'm not, I'm not long enough. I, I'm not going to play at a course that I don't think I could compete at. So that, that made me think that Brendan Todd is only going to play at places he likes and, Wants to uh, thinks he can win at. This is a course that Brendan Todd could win at. Like it's nothing special about the course. I mean, I'm not playing Brendan Todd, and I don't think you should play Brendan Todd. But that's my uh, nugget on Brendan Todd. Let's uh, move down and see if you can find anything else. Steven Yeager, remember the name? He is a Corn Ferry grad. 
got overshadowed a little bit by Mito and Zaltoris and Grayson Sig. I don't I wonder if Grayson Sig's here. I don't think he is. But Jaeger, he is a stud. Um, I think he had what two wins on the Corn Ferry Tour, maybe double that in top T five. I think he had like four or five top fives in the Corn Ferry. But I saw his odds. I think what is he seventy here? I saw him all the way down to one thirty. So which is good. That means the books don't know how to treat him, which is works in your favor. But I th- I thought I I wrote him down on sh- my short list. I'm, guys, I would look at, but I couldn't get there on a Jaeger Charles Howell. St- Share screen. Lost you for a second. There we go. We're back. We're back. Where was I? I was at Steven Yeager. Charles Howell, you know what you're going to get to him. Let's go down. Aaron Rye and Lucas Herbert. Aaron Rye, Euro guy, through and through. And he played in the Corn Ferry Tour Finals. Got his, uh, I think he's pretty sure he got his car. That's why he's here. But, yeah, he wears two gloves which is funny. And Lucas Herbert, another guy, you're a guy who from the travelers to this past travelers to whatever event he won in Euro to like the week after he was like top 10, top 10, top five, win top five, top 10. He went crazy. And then he didn't really do much in from the British open on which he was like a popular pick DFS guy, but I, maybe he just got hot. And I remember his win. I forget what Euro, Euro event it was, but he made like, I think it was like 22 of 22 putts from 10 feet and in. And like, which was crazy. And he just didn't know I'm a spot and won. And on Sunday, he was like OB every hole and just saved more. Crazy. All right. Go down. My next play, actually. Guess it. Take a look. Oh, there's Grayson's sake. Take a look. Who do you think it is? Who do you think it is? I see two of them. It is Roger Sloan. Roger Sloan. Next level hot. Down the stretch. Um, What is it? 3M or John Deere? He was contending, I think. Wyndham. I think it was 3M. Um, Wyndham, he was in a playoff, I think. Yeah, he was in a playoff. But he's a Canadian ball striker. He is trending very, 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 very well right now. I have him at 105 to one as my sixth play. And he modeled out for me. Like he ranked like fourth or fifth in my model, which is maybe I'm wrong, but I am sending out Roger Sloan at 105 to one. Next play. Move down. He's on there. Take a look. Who do you think it is? Harry Higgs. He was here last year. He was. He was very good last year, but um, he's probably going to be a popular play because he finished second here, I believe, last year, and he had a good showing at Liberty and down the stretch at the end of the season. But towards the middle of the season, I feel like he forgot how to play golf and it was just like god-awful, just god-awful. So it's not Harry Hayes. I'm sorry. My next play is Sahith Figala. You may not have ever heard of him before. He is a graduate of Pepperdine University. 
national championship, national champion in college. And he finished in the top 10 here last year. Let me see exactly what he finished. Um, so Heath Figala. Sahith Figala, Safeway Open. He finished in the top six. So that's enough for me to play him. I was going into the season, uh, going to play him in one and done, but sadly I couldn't get into one and done contest. But top, top six tier last year, he's from Cali. He putted really, really, really well here last year and on the exact same greens at the Memorial in round one when he went like six under on the front nine. And I thought he was going to steal my Morikawa uh, first round leader, but he like blew up. But this is a much easier course, obviously, than the Memorial. And he played well here last year. And he played well in the Corn Ferry Tour Finals to get his card. Sahit Tagala, remember the name. He may very well do well this week. I've seen a lot of Joseph Bramlett this week, Ryan Moore. One here before, um, moved down. Troy Merritt, he was trending in the right direction down the stretch of the season, but he relies too much on the short game for me, um, and which is good here. Like in a putting contest, he's gonna putt it, but I just can't get there with Troy Merritt this week. Um, Alex Smalley, Duke product, Corn Ferry guy. He was in contention a little bit at the Wyndham. And ever since then, people fell in love with him. And who knows? I'm not going to play him. But you're getting a lot of guys you don't know here. My next play, Adam Shank. I have him at 130-1 to 1 on FanDuel. Adam Shank, also another guy who was coming on towards the end of the season. He modeled out for me. He was like about eighth, ninth in my model. And I'm scared with Shank because I don't really like – Whenever he's in contention, he just literally shanks it and blows up. But the, I, I wanted to go with bombs this week, and I'm not much. I'm not I'm not really a bomb guy, but I wanted to go with long shots because the past few seasons, long shots have won here. And yeah, so Shank was my uh, seventh, eighth play. I got two more left, and they are coming up fairly shortly. Um, anyone else notable? Tom Tom Hoagie played really well down the stretch of the season at uh, Liberty. Good first round leader guy. Patrick Rogers. Andy loves Patrick Rogers. I'm sure he's on him this week. I am not on Patrick Rogers, but he's also a Cali guy. Maybe I should be on him, but it's too late now. Whom who am I on? Hammering Hank Lebiota. One ten to one right here. I have him at one. 150. Where did I get that 150 at? Caesars. 150 at Caesars. Which I feel like those odds don't make sense for a guy who was in contention. Was it three, four weeks in a row down the end, down the stretch of the season. After he got that had that family issue, he kind of fell off. He didn't really do anything. He literally did nothing in the playoffs. And after that, but. I'll take my sh I'll take my chance at a 150 to one guy. He didn't really model out for me at all, but it's more of just like a odds to odds compared to what I think he's capable of. And yeah, 150 to one on Hank on someone who literally could have won three or four weeks in a row. 
not much of a decision for me there. As we keep going down, Fratelli, he's popular. Hudson Swafford. I didn't get to him in the outer market, but I most likely will in the top 10. He's been just striking the hell out of the ball. Like, I think it was he gained 13 strokes ball striking at at Liberty. Like he led the field in ball striking. And then he did it again. He didn't do it again to that extent the next week, but he played awesome at BMW. I had a top 10 on him, 12 to 1, which cashed. And like 130 to 1 on Hudson Swafford. I think that should be played. I'm not getting there, but I don't hate that at all. I'm going to get to him in the top 20 or top 10 market for sure. Um, Luke List, blacklist. Never betting Luke List in my life because he's just really tough to follow. Um, who else notable? Cooch, he's great on the surface. That's it. That's all I have to say about Cooch. He played at the Barracuda, and he was popular and like finished like last at the Barracuda. So that's how you – that's where uh, – Matt Kuger's game is right now. My next play, Doc Redman. Why do I like Doc Redman? Did he model out for me at all? No. But he finished what third here last year. I think it was a backdoor. I think it was a backdoor third. He think he shot like a sixty or sixty something stupid on um on Sunday. But he drives the he's he drives the ball really straight. He's gonna be in the fairway, and he's not by any means short. So he's gonna have. Uh, short irons to wedges into most holes. And Doc is a guy who will birdie five holes in a row. Yes, he'll probably do it for only one day, but in this field, I'll take 150 to one Doc who finished third last year. It's 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 not rocket science. Like you can like I said at the beginning, it's not rock like you can't get too analytical. Cause Analytics are things for a reason. They change. They change from week to week. You have to trust your gut. You have to trust what you know, and you win. It's not hard. You win. I mean, it is hard, but you're not going to win every week, but you win sometimes. Um, as we get down, these are some real crazy names that Kyle Stanley, he who will lose a million strokes putting. Josh Creel just won on the Corn Ferry Tour. I think he's just happy to be here. Chesson Hadley, 180 to 1. I think I don't know why those are his odds. I'm going to get to him in the top 20 market for sure. He finished close here, top, I think it was 13, 15, like 13th and 15th place in like back-to-back years. But I don't hate Tristan Hadley. Um, Vincent Raley I saw touted, but he's like 500, but also so is Stuart Sink. And... All right, this is the last name I'll probably get to. Cameron Young went to school with Will Zalatoris at Wake, and I've heard that he was an objectively better golfer than Will Zalatoris. I mean, you guys know the capability of Zalatoris, but this dude balled out on the Corn Ferry Tour. He kind of, depending on how you weighted your model and like dates, he he. I know he crept into some of your models, but. I'm not saying he's going to win by any means, but Cameron Young, just remember the name. I like this. I'm re- I'm going to keep tabs on him this week because uh, he he can he can golf his ball. And scrolling down, Kramer Hickok, man, two, I didn't even know. I didn't see him. 250 to one. He's going to bomb the ball. He's going to have wedges in. He, almost, he won. Oh, my God, Kramer Hickok. He didn't win, but he was almost won Travelers with the exact same greens. 
Did we just find something? Did we just find Kramer Hickok right now? Do we have to bet Kramer Hickok? Like, top five? Because there's only like four courses on the tour that have these greens or similar greens. And Kramer Hickok. He's going to bomb the ball. He's going to have a wedge in. Maybe you can make some putts. Kramer. Oh. See what, we ha see what happens when we look down the board. And as we scroll down, there's nothing really else notable. Nate Lashley, 301. Damn. Quade Cummins, Texas guy. Ugh, Wyndham Clark, he's going to bomb the ball. But besides that, yeah. Chris Ventura, Monday queued, and he – Wow. Chris Ventura lost his card Monday queued into this event, and he finished in the top 10 here last year. And he's 500 to 1. I wonder what his top 10 odds are. He's 50 to 1 for a top 10. 50 to 1, and he top 10 here last season. I believe. Chris Ventura, Safeway Open 2020. Finished T7. So he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He just lost his card. 50 to 1 for a top 10, which he did last year. Playing with emotion. Don't hate that at all. Okay. He's last on the board. That is going to do it. I just wanted to be quick. Run down the board. Hope you guys got something out of it. I'm going to try to do this maybe every week. I'm going to have Rob on tomorrow to go to go down strictly DFS. I'm not a DFS guy. I'm not going to talk about stuff I don't really dabble in or know too much about. So I'm an outright guy. You guys know that. So Rob will be on tomorrow. Supposed to be today, but plans changed. But every other week, Rob will be on Tuesday nights to break down DFS, not competing with Tap and Birdie yet. Just kidding. But, um, yeah, so that'll do it. Thank you guys for watching, and good luck this week.